For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Start my heart as much as you Tell me all your secrets And I'll tell you most of mine They say nobody's perfect Well that's really true this time I don't have the answers I don't have a plan I'm mad about you baby So help me understand What we do You can whisper in my ear Where we go Who knows what happens after here Let's take each other's hand As we jump into the final frontier I'm mad about you, baby Yeah I'm mad about you Oh, I'm definitely mad about you, too Very mad that it's still dark outside But uh, you know what? We are in a new month And that means As we get into the next day and the next day, and the next day, it will be getting lighter and lighter and lighter. Yeah, I think I think somewhere around 6.30, when we get towards the end of the month, it will be, it'll be light outside. Good morning, I'm Brian, in for Tim today. Tim expected back in the driver's seat on Monday. As I mentioned earlier, today is the first day of February. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a tough one. You know, a lot of people like to say February. February. That's why there's a B-R-U there. First day of February. As many of you know, most don't care. It's also the beginning of Black History Month or African American History Month. And um, we will have some quotes today from some very important African-Americans joining us, joining us on the program today. What else about today is important? Let's see. Candy making day. Mm. February 1st is candy making day. It's also car insurance day. A lot of people... The beginning of a month, you, you pay a lot of bills. You pay your, your rent or mortgage. You pay your electric bill, gas bill, auto insurance if you pay that every month. Car insurance day. It's also CBD day. CBD, you know, CBD really hasn't been around that long. 
but somehow, some way, we commemorate it on the first day of February, CBD Day. Here's something you might want to think about doing. It's change your password day. Suppose that's a good thing to do the first day of, of every month. Change your password. And I, I got to be honest, I'm not the type that changes the, the password all that often. And I, and I know that I should, but I don't. But I guess the first of the month, first of any month, would be a good day to do that. What else is today? Dark chocolate day. Yesterday was hot chocolate day. Today is dark chocolate day. It's also G.I. Joe day. Now, I'm not sure if that's G.I. Joe as in a U.S. fighting soldier or if it's G.I. Joe, the, the action figure. At any rate... A salute to you, G.I. Joe. It is International Day of Black Women in Art. I suppose that has something to do with the fact that is also the beginning of Black History Month, but it's the International Day of Black Women in Art. Here's one that I think we can reasonably discuss. International Face and Body Art Day. I don't know about you, but I find people that have face tattoos and tattoos that look like worms coming off their neck and, you know, their body is just plastered with tattoos. I find that unappealing. And that, that is a nice way of me saying it. I find it unappealing. And I often wonder what it must be like for folks that are body arted like that to go out and try to find a job. If you are an employer and you're thinking about, you know, maybe that's okay if you're in the stock room and, and nobody's really going to be dealing with you. But if you are to be in the public and you've got tattoos and stickers and all that kind of crap all over your body and face, is that someone you want to hire? A person could be the nicest person in the world, but that's a representative of your, of your company, of your school, of your nonprofit. That's the immediate face. So all the power, you know, I'm, I'm not here going to try to tell somebody not to go out and, and get tattooed or have the, the face and body art or, or anything like that. But sometimes you, you just have to understand why people are looking at you and shaking their head in disbelief. That's just me. You may feel differently. It is also National Freedom Day. So if you want to face and body art yourself to smithereens, you've got the freedom to do it. National Freedom Day. It's also Get Up Day. Get up! Woman, friend, if you're still in bed, get up. Time to get up. Robinson Caruso would get up if, if he could. 
It's Robinson Crusoe Day. Why? I do not know. Serpent Day. Once again, I do not know why. It's Spunky Old Broads Day. Nothing against spunky older women. But to have a day that's called Spunky Old Broads Day. uh, Again, to each their own. I bring it to you. I don't necessarily endorse it. Spunky Old Broads Day. World Hajib Day. You know, like the the head garments that many Muslim women wear in public. Hajib, hijab, hijab. Very difficult to pronounce. I actually hit a pronunciation key, an audio one, and I heard it. And I said, well, it doesn't quite read like that. Hijab. Even though it says hijab. Hijab. Okay, hijab. Anyway, it's World Hijab Day. On this date, 1865, I told you yesterday that the U.S. Congress passed the Constitutional Amendment number 13 that would abolish slavery. On this date, President Lincoln took a little time out of his busy schedule to actually sign the 13th Amendment en route to its eventual ratification. And the ratification date, December 6th, was wondering the exact date. I knew it was December. I forgot the exact date. Looked it up. December 6th. So 10 months, six days later, it was ratified by the states. By enough states. And that is why today, I I would not, I would name today National Freedom Day. But because the president signed it on this date in 1865, it became National Freedom Day. I would think and I believe that December 6th should be that that Freedom Day, that Emancipation Day, that Juneteenth Day. Once again, that's just me thinking, me talking. 1893, Thomas Edison. It's been a big period for for Thomas. On this date in 1893, he completed the world's first movie studio. Now, I never gave him credit for that. Movie studio. Thomas said, did you think that Edison was the inventor, the creator of the movie studio? I didn't either. Now, this seems fitting. This seems fitting. The first ever auto insurance policy was issued on this date in 1898. Now, I say it seems fitting. Not fitting that it was 1898 and cars were basically getting out on the road. But the company that issued 
that first auto insurance policy. Traveler's insurance. Makes sense, doesn't it? Traveler's insurance, auto insurance. Almost, you know, I, I wonder how Traveler's does in the auto insurance world today when, when you've got Geico and Progressive and you're in good hands with Allstate and, and those companies. Traveler's first First ones to come up with it. Now they've got a lot of competition. Did you watch this on this date, February 1st, 1951? The first televised atomic explosion? I would say, remember that, I do not. wonder what that would have looked like on a black and white TV set. Imagine what it would look like today on a 72-inch flat-screen TV in HD. Despite their divorce, Sonny and Cher resumed their television variety show on this date in 1976. Well, that's the spirit. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman became the first black woman honored with a postage stamp on this date in 1978. Well, they couldn't lick her during the the slave emancipation period, but I guess you could lick her on a stamp. Sadly, we remember also on this date in 2003, the space shuttle Columbia exploding into a fiery ball on its re-entry, killing all seven astronauts on board. 2003. Hard to believe that was 21 years ago today. Let's take a look at our quote of the day. Quote of the day. One day, if I go to heaven, I'll look around and say, it ain't bad. But it ain't San Francisco. That quote from Herb Kane. He was a columnist with the San Francisco Chronicle newspaper. I used to read him when I lived in, in SF many moons ago, former Yerba Buena. Kane died uh, seven, eight years ago. And I wonder, you know, if he made it to heaven. And if he went in the opposite direction and he looked around, I bet he wouldn't be saying, this ain't bad, but it ain't San Francisco. At any rate, the quote again, one day if I go to heaven, I'll look around and say, it ain't bad, but it ain't San Francisco. Uh, By the way, that quote that you heard uh, going into our commercial break was from Harriet Tubman. I think it was a voice Reenactor, but uh, Harriet Tubman definitely wrote that quote. Yesterday, it was during the 8 o'clock hour. I'm not sure if it was before or after the 8.30 news update with, with Phil. By the way, Phil has an update coming up in about five minutes. I got a call from this woman, and... 
we were talking about how there can be some black ice and folks falling in, in parking lots. And she stated, look, what she does may not work for everybody, but it works for her. And she stated when she goes to a store or whatever and she's pulling into a parking lot, she tries to park as close to the store entrance as possible. And then she pulls out a bag of, of dirt or sand and will sprinkle it as she's walking. That way she's walking on the sand and she won't slip on, on a patch of ice. And I thought to myself, wow, that's, you know, there's, that's a light bulb moment right there. And I took it to heart. One of the things she mentioned at the end, though, she was having a hard time finding the, those buckets that had the sand. And so I did a little driving around. And you know what? She's right. Now, I didn't drive in every block in Fairhaven, Dartmouth, and New Bedford. But I drove quite a few, and I did not find any any buckets where I could take even a kid's uh, play shovel and, and put it into a plastic baggie. So I thought, oh, okay, well, she's right, and there isn't any. And I was going into the south end of New Bedford, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to kick back at the beach. I've got a couple of minutes to kill. So I went over by... Um, uh, the it's the Rogers Park, I believe. Don't it's off Rogers Road anyway in Dartmouth, and it it kind of feeds into New Bedford. There's a, a a ball field and whatnot over there, and I sat there and I said, you know what? There's some cold sand right here, and I said, wow, I can just take this sand right here. Nobody's gonna miss a couple of bags full. I said, there you go. You can you can take beach sand just as well as any old uh, sand that you would normally use to make a, a kid's uh, sandbox or anything like that. And that works just as well. So when I go back over there, I'm taking the plastic bags with me and I'm going to I'm going to fill up a couple of bags. As the lady suggested, I'm going to put put those bags underneath the driver's seat. That way I can just pull them out when I need them. Because not every day is it going to be that cold where you're going to have to worry about slipping on a patch of ice. Today, while it's very dark, the roads, at least the ones that I drove on, were were bone dry. And that's good. So today I wouldn't really need it, at least not right at this particular moment. We are expecting a little rain later on today, according to Sessie. But it's going to be warm enough that it should not freeze over during the overnight. And then uh, the temperatures tomorrow back up around the 40s with maybe maybe a little more rain. We'll have more from Sessie coming up with Phil's update at the top of the hour. But I, I want to commend that woman again for the tip. Because I, th- I think that the you's and me's need to be proactive. I don't know why that parking lot, uh, the school parking lot, wasn't sanded or salted 
or if it was why uh, the woman slipped on the particular patch that she slipped on. Accidents are accidents. Be that as it may, you can't always count on somebody else to do that bit of work for you, no matter if it's somebody's assignment or not. Somebody might be sick. Heck, somebody just might be sick. Somebody might be taking care of a sick relative and they just didn't get to it. Or they, as as a, a caller mentioned yesterday, they may be taking care of another pressing emergency at that time and they can't get outside even though they're supposed to do that job too you know if a, if a boiler starts to to burst what, what do you think the person's going to do so it's incumbent upon me I, I won't speak for you i won't speak for phil it's incumbent upon me to make sure i don't slip I'm hoping that the other parties responsible for sanding and salting parking lots and roads and bridges do their job. But if they don't, I'm my own corporation. Okay, Buck eventually is going to have to fall back on me. So that's my word of the wise to you. That's the route that I'm going to follow. And again, I thank that woman for the wise tip probably of the week and month and winter let's head over to studio six and seven eights that's where phil devitt is good morning phil good morning how are you i'm doing just fine how are you today brian winging and wanging winging and wanging in that order obviously all right (laughs) Well, we're going to take a look at your national and world headlines now. Three people are dead and nine injured, some of them critically after a building collapsed in Idaho. Police say a 39,000-square-foot steel hangar that was under construction near the Boise Airport collapsed Wednesday, leading to multiple victims. The company building the hangar said dozens of people were working on the site. Authorities are not yet sure what caused the building to collapse. The House is passing a $78 billion tax package that includes an expanded child tax credit. On this vote, the yeas are 357, the nays are 70, two-thirds being in the affirmative. The rules are suspended. The bill is passed, and without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. It will now head to the Senate, although its path forward is unclear. While it has bipartisan support, hurdles such as liberal Democrats who oppose the business tax breaks and some Republicans who have problems with the child tax credit policy. It'll need 60 votes to pass the Democratic-led Senate. The Federal Reserve holding interest rates at their highest level as consumer confidence improves and inflation slows. Fed Chair Jerome Powell told reporters, however, the central bank needs to see more evidence inflation is easing before cutting back rates. He said inflation is still too high and the path forward is uncertain. President Biden will join other leaders this morning for the National Prayer Breakfast in the nation's capital. The breakfast is organized by a nonprofit group called the National Prayer Breakfast Foundation. Every president since Eisenhower has attended. The CDC is warning of a syphilis resurgence nationwide. With the highest number of cases since 1950, the CDC says more than 207,000 syphilis cases were reported in the U.S. in 2022. That's an 80 percent increase since 2018, 
which continues a decades-long trend. And Alec Baldwin is pleading not guilty to a shooting charge on the Rust movie set in 2021. Baldwin pled not guilty to a charge of involuntary manslaughter in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, who was fatally shot during filming on the New Mexico set. Hutchins died after Baldwin was involved in a rehearsal in which the gun he was using fired with a real bullet. Initial charges were dropped after Baldwin's lawyers maintained he never actually pulled the trigger. Baldwin was indicted by a grand jury on the latest charge, January 19th. Turning now to the South Coast, closing arguments expected today in the trial of Fall River Police Officer Nicholas Hoare. He's accused of covering up use of excessive force on a man in police custody a few years ago. And State Senate President Karen Spilka says she expects the legislature will pass a strict new gun law in the near future. The version of the bill that the Senate will consider is much different than the House version passed in October. If the Senate version is approved, the measure will go to a conference committee to be reconciled with the House bill. Spilka says she believes the bill is strong and will make Massachusetts safer. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Celtics play the Los Angeles Lakers at TD Garden tonight at 7.30. Let's get a check on your Thursday forecast with ABC6. We're seeing a little bit of fog out there under cloudy skies or better yet, overcast skies. Temperatures in the mid-30s as we head into the afternoon. Gray skies will prevail. And the temperature heading to a few degrees above average in the low 40s. Overnight tonight, the clouds will continue with a slight chance for some rain overnight. And then as we head into Friday morning, we could be seeing a little bit of snow changing over to rain. Temperatures in the low 40s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil David for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Good morning, Mass. This is Brett Michaels, and I just want to tell you right now, it is time for your morning medal right here on the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Well, Cher, when you do something, you really do it. Well, folks, um... Well, I don't know if any of you heard about it, but uh, see, uh, Cher and I aren't married anymore. Um, You mean you haven't heard? It's true. Yeah, no, but uh, now for the good news. (laughs) We're back. Yep. 1976, Sonny and Cher. They got you. And they, they went back on the TV. That was that was something. Uh, thank you, Phil Devitt, for the update. You know, Phil brought up something, and I, I was going to bring it up earlier, and I completely forgot about it. Got into my uh, my my beginning ritual, like I do. Tonight, the Celtics are hosting the Lakers. Remember when? The sake uh, the Celtics Lakers game used to be the game. You waited. I mean, you could hardly wait. And even if you weren't a big basketball fan, Celtics Lakers, Magic Bird. Even before that, uh, Jerry West, John Havlicek, the real glory 
days of, of basketball. I, I'm not sure that I'm going to see any of tonight's game. And it's not because I, I'm going to be going to bed early to, to come back here tomorrow morning. The, the luster of, of basketball just does not seem to be there anymore. I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. The game has changed so much, and not only uh, with the money, but the way the game is played. I, I like LeBron James. I don't, I, you know, I don't despise the guy. He plays for the Lakers now. I mean, the guy bounces as much as a basketball. But LeBron, and from what I'm understanding, he's questionable for the game. So, I don't know. And then uh, Anthony Davis, he's not James Worthy. He's not Kareem. He's a great player. Please don't get me wrong. But, and he's certainly not Will Chamberlain. So, I, I, I look at tonight's game and I think... Yeah, Celtics, Lakers. Celtics have the best record in the NBA right now. But for some reason, that, that, that turn on for the game just doesn't seem to be there. I don't, I don't know if you feel the same way as I do about it. 508 Yesterday, yesterday on Capitol Hill, some of the big wigs of social media were in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee because the Senate Judiciary Committee doesn't believe that the TikToks and the Meta, Meta is Facebook and, and X, formerly Twitter, those, those kind of companies, they, they don't believe they are doing enough to keep kids safe on social media. Richard Blumenthal, you may or may not know the name. He is a U.S. senator from Connecticut, one, one state away from us. This is what he says about the tech companies. They're going to make more promises, more empty commitments. That's why we need the legislation. So in other words... The Judiciary Committee has basically decided that they're going to come up with some type of legislation to rein in these companies. And I I said to to Phil Devitt, I said, isn't that interesting? They want to come up with legislation to rein in Zuckerberg and, and company like that, yet... They don't do anything about schools and libraries that have what many people consider to be very obscene books in schools and in libraries. So I don't know which way the moral compass is turning. It's kind of just keeps on spinning around the clock, counterclockwise. But if they have the time and inclination to rein in the TikToks and the Instagrams and the YouTubes of the world, 
When are they going to say, hey, look what you're doing to kids in these schools? I don't know. I don't know if if that change is in their hemisphere. I I think they think it's okay. Well, wait a minute. If if a state government says it's okay, if if the library board of trustees says it's okay, if the school committees if they're not going to balk at it, well then it must be all right. Superintendents wouldn't allow books that are talking about gender bread to be allowed in school now, would they? I mean, and if they do, then it must be an all right book. All of the complaints about books, all of the parents that have removed their children from those schools, and you can see the numbers, I'm not making this up, we're already somewhere around 11, 12% of students not returning since the crisis called pandemic. Ask these parents why. Ask them why. Yet, guys like Lindsey Graham, Senator Blumenthal, they, 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 they want to come out and say that these companies are making promises. At what particular, you know, I, I, I can go both ways on this. But if it's good for the goose, then damn it, it should also be good for the gander. Just my th- Yes. Um, 508-996-0500 to get onto the program today. I don't know if you've had a chance to read this story in the Boston Globe. It actually came out yesterday by Katie Johnston. The boat is leaking big time is the title. Here's what Stewart's financial crisis looks like for patients and staff at its hospitals. It starts off like this. Surgeons buying their own medical instruments, nurses devising their own mouthwash solution for patients on ventilators, patients eating crackers after all the sandwiches prepared for the day had run out. Wow, what a picture that paints. As a financial crisis royals, steward healthcare prompting Request for state assistance. Oops, here we go again. Wait a minute. The governor promised us that there wouldn't be a bailout. Yet, Stewart is requesting state assistance. Now, to me, assistance, whether it's $5 or $500 million, is some form of bailout. Maybe you disagree with that, but, you know, I, 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 I'm torn because hospitals indeed play a vital role. I don't know if Steward mismanaged money. I, I'm, I'm not trained. I'm not even looking at their books. Maybe they over hired, maybe they overspent, maybe they're not being reimbursed uh, by the insurers 
or a combination of all of that. At any rate, Stewart has outgrown itself. Maybe they bought too many hospitals thinking that they could operate them all. But now they are, as the, the last reading goes, $50 million in the red. They haven't been paying their rent. There was um, a former employee, Patrick Murray, used to be one of the lead mechanics. We had things just running on a shoestring. We're talking about a medical center with people's lives on the line. I don't, you know, I I think I'm going to keep going there until I hear otherwise. I My job's not on the line. I, I would really like to call my doctor and ask him. I'm not expecting him to be forthcoming with any answers. But I wonder how he feels because I know he is on staff at, at Hawthorne. But he also works as a doctor at a couple of other facilities within the area. And I, I, I wonder, you know, I, I guess even doctors, I, I never really, never really thought about it. But doctors, they must be updating their resumes, nurses updating their resumes. If you are a phlebotomist at one of these hospitals, you know, you, you, you've got to be making plans. Now, here's the good thing. Good thing for these employees. Because there's such a short supply of hospital workers in particular, nurses, doctors, and support staff, they should be able to find work somewhere else. I don't know if the pay is going to be comparable or or not, but if they want to stay in that environment... They should be able to latch on somewhere else. Now, that might mean a, a commute, a longer commute than the one that they have. But there's going to be give or take. And, and isn't that the way it is with, with just about everything that we do? There are pluses and there are minuses. So we can't always, especially if you are an employee... This is, this is the key thing. I, employees, I know a lot of people like to be employed. They want that steady paycheck, et cetera, et cetera. But you are the most vulnerable in, the, in that supply food chain. Because at the drop of a hat, and you may not necessarily know who's pulling that hat off your head, but you could be at the unemployment office saying, hey, I lost my job. I'm not exactly sure why, but here I am. Whereas if you are the owner, you have at least one step up, if, if not more. If you're self-employed, that's a real tough one right there. Everybody laughs about it, said an intensive care nurse at Morton Hospital in Taunton, even though... It's deadly serious. We joke that we're afraid to come to work every day thinking the door is going to be locked and we won't have a job. K 
Can you imagine? Now imagine that. Here you are, an intensive care nurse. That's a real important person in the medical industry at a hospital. And you're locked out. What happens if an ambulance pulls up? So I, I, I'm torn. I, I don't like to see state dollars get thrown around where not everybody has a, a piece of that action. I really don't. But we're talking about a medical facility. Do, do, do we as a state, do we as the taxpayers who pay the state, do we just decide, well, this is a for-profit uh, hospital group. They mismanage. Let them go. You know, let, let, let them sell and let somebody else buy in. Or should Governor Healy ask the legislature for more tax dollars to help fix this hemorrhaging problem? 508-996-0500. I, I, I have to be honest, I'm leaning toward the side of let them go. Let's see if some other group can come in and, and buy them and, and do a better job. That's my gut feeling right now. That's my thought process. What's yours? Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so I just wanted to let you know, um, I called down to Fall River Primacare. They have two big buildings down there. They yes. do everything. Yes, they well, do. They're, all, they're also a part of Stewart. Oh, are they? I didn't there. know that. Right. Because um, I years, I've been with Primacare for years. I mean, like. 20 plus years. Um, so, and I thought I remember 10 years ago, I used to get bills with Stuart's name. Now I don't see it, but so I called down there and I called over to um, Billing and I thought, you know, maybe it would be, be like kind of sneaky way <laughs> to get some proof. So the girl started telling me that partially it is. And I said, well, I said, um, could you tell me which ones? And she said, I really don't want to get in trouble. And I said, well, I just, you know, want to let people know. And the only way I can know is through the radio. I won't use your name. She goes, no, but she said, I don't know if I'm the only department that knows this and nobody else does. She said, so they'll know it came from here. Oh. So so it's so under lip there that, you know, but I am putting it out there because I think everybody that's a part of Primacare should also know. So what but, are you going to do? I mean, you're a part of Primacare. What if, what if they get caught? In, in this whole well, bizarre situation. Right. Well, you know what? It's okay with me. I mean, personally, I kind of get tired of going down there, driving there. Um, so I, I've already, <laughs> I don't need authorization to go make my own appointments. I already scheduled, you know, the three things that I'm supposed to do yearly. And I got, you know, pretty much a middle borrow. Um, where him and um, my eye doctor's appointment is in Plymouth, which I don't mind because well, you go all see. over the place. Well, you know, uh, the middle, the ones here are two are full. The colonoscopy doctors. Um, so I found one in Middleborough. So that's a happy medium. The, the surgery will be done. Um, you know when they do that. Well, let me ask you this: since you talked to this woman at Primacare, and I understand she's not willing to give out a lot of information, but Primacare is is pretty much like what what Hawthorne is. Should right, exactly. should the folks at Hawthorne be worried too? I would think so. I mean, I think everybody should just 
So, you know, although I could see somebody stepping in, taking over the Hawthorne facility and maybe even the primary care buildings, but, um, but the your hospitals themselves, that's like a nightmare. Brockton Hospital went to Good Samaritan. They used, they were Brockton City. They went to Good Samaritan. I don't think they're a part of the steward. Um, I, I think Good Samaritan is a part of steward. Is it? Yes, I, I, I do. I, I believe I saw their name on the TV. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I know Um, I was there a lot for my brother, but, you know, he, his bills were... Um, you know, already paid from the state. He had MassHealth. Well, yeah, but, you know, he was paid. But what we're finding out at MassHealth is a part of Medicaid. They're mm-hmm. probably not paying Stuart. You know, the, mm-hmm. your, 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 your brother might be taken care of. But one of the problems Stuart is saying is they don't get reimbursed uh, anywhere near 100% like they right. do from some of the other insurance companies. Hey, thank you Wait. much for your call. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. 508-996-0500. I'm going to suggest, and and I'm going to do, is I'm going to keep my eyes pierced open to see what's going on over at Hawthorne. Because, you know, that's, you know, I'm there too many times the way it is. I don't want to all all of a sudden have to find myself going to a different place trying to find a different dog. Who wants to go to that pain in the... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.